Welcome, listeners. All of your base are belong to us. <laughs> My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of GGR. Uh, with me today is Steve Monick. Steve Monick uh, writes under the name uh, Pete Rogers. I remembered it this time. I didn't yeah. call you Steve Rogers. Pete Rogers. It's a me. <laughs> it's a me, Pete Rogers. So we're not... We didn't just have strokes. Um, there is a reason for us mentioning these video game... Uh, type things that we're saying here. We are going to be talking about old school video games today. Oh yeah. Yes, indeed. We talked about this the other night. We were coming up with ideas for the things we were going to talk about, and I, we both, I mean, I jumped up and started fist pumping, and my wife thought I was insane or was having like a... A stroke, a, really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's stroke, actually yeah. the theme of this podcast, strokes and people who have them. Yeah. Strokes, no joke. Um, if you have... No. <laughs> Good deal. So, yeah. yeah, the topic today we're going to talk video about... Video games. Old school video games. Old school, yeah, some yeah. old school stuff. And some stuff we wanted to tie into. Uh, there's some really good video games out there that I yep. think could be adapted into movies. So we're going to yep. touch on that at some points as well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's a lot of... Um, there's a big there's a big to-do with it going on right now uh, in the video game industry about whether or not video gaming is actually an art form. And some of the games that I'm going to bring up... Because, um, I mean, before I worked... Um, before I started doing GGR, I actually ran... A video game store for a number of years. I worked um, for the big video game store. I'm not going to mention their name because they're jerks. Um, but <laughs> fair I worked, enough, fair yeah, enough. But I worked for them for a number of years, um, so I've been around video games a lot. A lot of my friends, a lot of the guys who write for GGR, like uh, like Gus, Gus is... Uh, what, uh, Dumble Gus, right? Yeah, he Dumble writes Gus. Name. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he's done some video game articles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he actually, that's how I met him, was he was one of my, he was my assistant manager at one of my video game nice. stores. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we have, a, we have a long history with it, too. So, I've always loved the aspect of video games, especially recently, the art form of it. Yeah. Because I've always, I mean, I'm a writer, so I love the story aspect of it. We're going to start old school, kind of work our way up, talk about the ones that we think would make great movies. So Pong, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Horrible movie. (laughs) Pong the movie. Yeah. Uh, One that I was really thinking about, and this is definitely in the vein of awesome classic video game, also something I think that could be adapted into movies is Castlevania. Oh my god. Uh, Castlevania, for those not in the know, who are only no modern games, they've had a series of games from the Nintendo Entertainment System, the original big gray box, all the way up into the modern games. There's a bunch of Castlevania, but the original one, you're this guy, Simon Belmont, you're running through these different castles and killing off all the classic monsters, Frankensteins, uh, Hunchbacks, Mummies, Medusas, uh, the Grim Reaper, and then you eventually get to fight Dracula. Yep. Uh, I love that game. It is so freaking hard. It's like one of the hardest games you'll ever play, the original Castlevania. The reason I bring that one up in the terms of movies is, I don't know if you know this about me, I love Marvel. Love Marvel Comics, love what they're doing with the movies. And they've created this universe where all their movies are interconnected and they lead up to these big meetups. Universal Studios owns all those classic monster movies. Frankenstein, Dracula, The yeah. Wolfman. Wow. They, yeah, they do. They really are trying to do the same thing right now with their movie universe. They want to have... And they wanted to start with that Dracula Untold, I think it was called. It came out in Halloween. Nobody went and saw it. It was like yeah. a Dracula prequel where it showed how Dracula became a vampire and oh, yeah. all that stuff. I remember seeing that and um, thinking, like, what the heck is this? And it was the guy that played Bard in the Hobbit movies was playing yeah. Dracula. The casting, it looked like a good movie, but nobody really cared. Uh, but they want, they want to do is use that as a, a kickoff and develop a universe like Marvel has done. Wow. Why not just do Castlevania? 
Yeah. It's already all there. I mean, yeah. you, you can introduce the Belmont family and how they fight against evil all these generations. And you yeah. have all the classic monster movies yeah. there. So just use that story structure, yeah. get the property that you're looking for, yeah. and you get a recognizable name like Castlevania to bring in already existing fans. And vampires have been done so many times, too, that it's not like it's not like people are going to be like, oh, it's vampires, I've already seen that. Uh, boring, next. I mean, you can redo and retell, and nobody's really going to hold that against you. Yeah. Like, it, it's... The first thing that I thought of when you were saying this was Van Helsing, that abomination that Hugh Jackman oh, was yeah. in, which had just tons and tons and tons of potential. It just it looked did. like it could have been so good, and it was so bad. And then another thing that wasn't great, and I was more like literary characters, yeah. but there's some of this in there, was... Um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. So there was that too, and I think the biggest problem is is that, to your point, yep. vampires, yep. werewolves, mummies—they've been done so many times that yep. when a new one comes out, a brand new one, no one cares. No, no one's going to see it. it. And you got to have a—you got to have a unique twist to it. And that's the trend in Hollywood: is yep. taking things that have already exist that already have a fan base, making a movie of it. So if that's what you want to do, combine the two. Why not combine and, vampires and video game things? Exactly. Yeah. If, if you're looking to get butts in the seats, that's a good way to do it. take an existing product like Castlevania. Yeah. It gets you the universe that you're wanting to make, and then splinter off and do maybe instead of different monsters, different Belmonts. And oh, this yeah. Belmont goes after uh, yeah. the creature from the Black Lagoon or whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. But I always thought that was cool. You know, yeah. hard-ass, awesome video game. Cool way to make a movie out of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that really, for a lot of us, that was like the gateway drug was the NES like into video games. That's how we all got started. And, I mean, I, I remember vividly playing them like in like in the basement like playing yep. the basement of our house was like the the video game haven for us i think that was just a parents thing cuz eventually yeah. my parents moved the video games and the Stuck TV down, down to the basement they're like look if you guys yeah. are going to be playing these just be two floors away at all times yeah. please exactly yeah and that's I mean, I, all all of those games. God, I'm trying to remember all the ones that I absolutely love. Top Gun, uh, the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the most insanely hard game because you had the refuel midair. Yeah, at one point, and I can never do it. I can never actually get my plane to refuel with the thing. It was like the most insanely difficult thing ever. And what's funny is, as you see these other games that have come out, you know, these new systems with these insane graphics and supposedly the hard, the hardest games you've ever played. None of them, I think, can ever compare to how hard the games were on the original Nintendo. Yeah. Because how many times were you playing Super Mario when you were running and you hit jump and your guy didn't jump and he fell to his death? And you were just like, I, I totally jumped. Like, why didn't this, oh, this stupid game cheats and you'd get mad. And same thing with, like, like I was just saying, with, um, with Top Gun. Yeah, with yeah. Top Gun. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't refuel. You couldn't land your, your plane on the, uh, on the carrier. Like it was like an impossible. I would take feat like to pull these off. Any game right now, yeah. and stack it up against Ghosts and Goblins. Oh my god! And there's just you get hit and once in your arm comes off. You're there's naked. no like, comparison. It's, no. it's so hard. No. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, it's very Mike different. Tyson's punch out. We yeah. were talking about that last. Oh night. my god! Yeah. No human alive ever beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. It didn't I, happen. I watched. I watched a YouTube video last night of it, of a guy beating Mike Tyson, and. I still think that it's possible that he like photoshopped it and CGI'd that, <laughs> but like watching him fight it, I was I was giving play by play to Steve as I'm watching this, and Steve was just like the theme music from Rocky's playing in the background, or like I had a tiger because like this guy like put in all three rounds and he was he was getting knocked out, but he was getting back up and he was knocking Tyson down, and they were going back and forth, and he finally got a TKO on Tyson on the last round, and you were just like. Yes! Alright, good clap, job, man. Slow because clap. we had all been there. We had all 
fought and fought and fought, and you got that like lightning punch or whatever they call that punch that he did. Like if he got you in the first minute, it was over, done, we're done, done. And it was like I said, I still don't think there's any games out there that stack up to how hard those old school games were. Maybe it was because they weren't programmed well and the controls didn't work. In, in you you're, you're more limited in the controls. Yeah. I mean, you got A, B, and you up got and four down, directions, yeah. two buttons. That's yeah. about it. So yeah. uh, now you have so many different yeah. buttons. And with the better graphics, it's more smooth control. Yeah. I mean, my God, when you're trying to make some of these jumps in some of these games, oh, yeah. if you miss it by a pixel, yeah. you know. but now with all the, the beauty and the graphics yeah. and everything, it's easier to... In your brain, calculate those jumps, make Absolutely. those movements, those Absolutely. kind of things, once you master the controls. Yeah. You know, you mentioned games that would make good movies. Um, it's a it's a classic, more so for the code that we all knew to put in, and that would be Contra. Yes. Everybody need the Contra code, or the Konami code, uh, to be exact, because I know there's people out there right now pushing their glasses going, um, actually, it's the, shut up. Yeah, it worked on all the Konami games, I don't shut care, up. yeah, everyone yeah. called it the Contra code, because that's the game you needed it the most in. Bunch of doofuses. Um, you didn't get those 30 extra lives. I don't know what you were trying. I I think that would be a great movie. Um, Now, granted, it was essentially Predator. Like, yeah, with the aliens and all this stuff. Exactly, exactly. But it would still be cool because people who saw or played the game would be like, oh, Contra the movie? Put your own little twist on it? That's awesome. If you can make the A-Team, if you can make the Expendables, you can make like a steroid-fueled Contra action movie. Yeah. Absolutely. And they've got no problem like taking from our, our youth and bastardizing it and making it into no. a movie. So why not do it to video games? You get Hollywood shills. Um, <laughs> you get Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Oh, yeah. And the oh two God, of them yeah. are just flipping up and down, getting yeah. spread fire guns. And exactly. We're all there. Absolutely. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, I would totally go see Contra. Now, one thing I will say while we're talking about video game yeah. movies and everything, there have been some that have come out yeah. that were not great. No. Uh, Doom. Not not the best. Crap. The Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Uh, I remember taking my parents when I was a kid to go see that. Yeah. And I, to this, I mean, at the time I was a kid. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is great, everything. I can't imagine what they were sitting there thinking watching yeah. that movie. Like, what is this that we're watching? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but it there was... are some that were good. There was a, a Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. It that was, was a, good. It was yeah. a CGI, 100%, just made on the computer yeah, with voice acting. Good. It was beautiful, and they had the, the music and everything. They had the characters. Some of these games that we're talking about don't necessarily even have to be live action. I still think that if they made a live action Final Fantasy VII movie, that would be that, decent. that would be like because and I've and I and there's a mention to it. If you ever if you're on um, GGR and uh, oh yeah, we didn't mention it for this podcast. The website, yeah, hey, yeah. Big news, good news, everyone. We now have our own individual website. Well, our own domain, domain name. Thank you. Our own domain name. GreatGeekRefuge.com www.GreatGeekRefuge.com We no longer have the Squarespace at the end of it. We're a big deal now, so of course you have to go to the website. But if Check you, it out. If you go to the um, if you go to the mission statement, if you're on the main page and you click on... Which is on it today, actually. Yeah, if you go on it and it says, uh, what is GGR? There's a mention that I make to Final Fantasy VII, where if you're like us, you were playing Final Fantasy VII, you got to the part where Aeris got offed, and you were like... Yeah, a little tear. Just uh, uh, you were like, it was like gut wrenching. And I told Steve this story, and I'll tell you guys the story too. It's one of my favorite stories. I'm in a high school, uh, and this game has been out for a few years, and I had never played it. And a buddy of mine let me play it. It was the first time I had really gotten into RPG games, and I played the game. And I came in the, the night before I had gotten to the point where Eris got offed by Sephiroth. And I came in the next day, and I was all bummed out. And my buddy was like, "Hey, what's wrong, man?" And I was like, "I got the part where, where Eris died." He was like. 
oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was like me and him and our other group of friends, and they're all like, what's the matter, guys? Why are you so sad? Who's Eris? She died? And we both look at each other, and we had this moment of like recognition where we're like, if we tell them the truth... We'll oh, never no. hear the end of yeah. it. And we were just like, yeah, she was a friend of ours. And they were like, oh, we're so sorry. We are like, it's, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough, but we'll get through it. And we were just like, wow. oh, my God. <laughs> I hope they never, ever, ever find out. But I've just outed Ultimate myself. Ultimate nerd moment. For that, yeah. But I like, think you've given yourself enough time. I think yeah. you're, you're fine on I'm that. I'm forgiven on that one. Yeah, but wow. I, think, I still think Final Fantasy VII is one of the best story-based video games I've ever played. Mm. And you could easily translate that into a movie because it has all the elements that you would want. It has the hero. It has the reluctant hero. It has the supposedly undefeatable enemy. And then you have him, the hero overcoming all of that in the end and uh, essentially fighting himself to beat the the great boss, the great enemy at the end. So The one-winged angel, if you will. Exactly. Um, now, the... Which we have to have. Oh, the music. It's yeah. already happening. Oh, it's already... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. The, awesome. um, the one thing I will say, though, for Western audiences, though, yeah. I mean, Eris dying in the middle. Yeah. He's got to have some kind of love story. So do they rewrite that where she comes back? Well, no, do we use Phoenix down to actually revive her like any sane person exactly. would have done in the yeah. game? Yeah. Why wasn't that done? Well, I mean, if you think about it, too... She wasn't... I mean, the main story was not so much the love story between Eris and Cloud. Right. She was trying to find him. Remember she said to him when they were on the little um, carousel, like, I'm looking for you? Because she was trying to find his real essence, like, mm. because it was all lost and all that... Um, what, what, materia. Not the materia. What was the other stuff called? The stuff that, like, life force, the glowing green yeah. life force that he was, like, floating in in the end. Um, but she's just looking saying, for like... him, but there's the love story between him and Tifa. Between Cloud and yeah. Tifa. So, I mean, you have that. But, I mean, you... I don't know. They'd have to just play with it, I think. I don't think yeah. just... Kind of like we were talking about a couple podcasts ago about Watchmen. Oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. see it 100% no, on the screen. Not, no. It'd have to be adapted for yeah. a two-hour movie because yeah. we can't have a seven-DVD pack like the game came in where it was like seven yeah. CDs long oh, and or you whatever. Needed the but... book. You needed the book that came with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had to go out and buy the special guide so that you could actually beat the game because it was like... You remember that? Oh. Strategy guides? Yeah, strategy guides. When they were important. Yeah, because yeah, before the internet. You, exactly. For you kids who are listening, a strategy yeah. guide was basically the internet... <laughs> Like the game FAQs yeah. for that game printed out as a magazine that you had to buy because you couldn't go look it up anywhere. That exactly. was how you could beat it when you were you were stuck somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another one uh, from the Nintendo sixty four that I really liked a lot was Jet Force Gemini. Did you ever play that game? No, I never played that one. Was that? Um, it was about this this team of three people and they kind of got like woken up out of this like cryo sleep or whatever. Um, and there was these different planets and different places they went to. Okay. They were invaded by this like bug army. So, aliens. Kind of. So but they were like, they looked like so giant so ants. Oh, okay. Um, and you were going down to like liberate these little like bear-like things and everything like that. Um, but it was a really fun like little space game because you were traveling yep. to different places yep. and it, I think it could be you could adapt it into a kid friendly version of Alien yeah okay um, I can see that yeah. yeah I mean it definitely is yep. not for like your hardcore gamer it wasn't that kind yeah. of shooter it was a third person shooter with like lasers but it was more cartoonish in fashion yeah but boy would that game was fun and it was kind of dark I mean if you got like yeah. the rocket launcher you could blow the bugs to pieces and you see their like limbs and heads and wow. stuff fly everywhere <laughs> but and one of their teammates was a dog yeah and you could use all the different guns so he's like a rocket launching dog and stuff like that so it was a fun game and it was a it was yeah. a collector's kind of game where um, oh, okay. there was stuff hidden everywhere and you had to go yeah. different different paths to find it you know i think that the 
video game movie world relationship was really soured early on. Yeah. When they did that horrible Mario movie. <laughs> because I've always thought that Mario still could do... You could do a great movie. And I'm surprised that, like, Disney or DreamWorks haven't picked up the rights to that yet. Because you could do an animated Mario movie. You could do such fan service. There's so many in-jokes that you could do. Yeah. And, I mean, it's already got the setup. Like, he's the plumber. He's got to save the princess. Like... There's Bowser. I mean, you have all of the elements to make a really, really, really good story. Why hasn't that been done? Why haven't they done an animated movie? Why haven't they done a CGI? Like, why Why haven't... We don't need another live-action one. I mean, because, God rest his soul, Bob Hoskins is gone. Yeah. And so is Dennis he, Hopper. like, hated that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, how, how crazy is it? Like, how old do you feel now that John Leguizamo is the only one of the main cast that's uh, left? I... I don't even know. It's I crazy, isn't know. it? Like, and I don't know why. I mean, still to this day, for some reason, even after yeah. movies like you know, Up and yeah. Wall-E, these yeah. movies that people universally love, for yeah. some reason, animation still is like, well, that's for kids. Yeah, I don't think it is anymore. Up was Up is one of the most touching movies I've ever seen. I know, in my life. and and I think like any more yeah. that heck Shrek. I mean, it was Shrek for was kids. Yeah. I know they're all said to be for kids, but there's some stuff in there that's funny for yeah. adults mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And some of these video games like. Jet Force Gemini, like Mario. Some of these ones, I don't know if you saw uh, before uh, Batman Arkham Origins came out. They released, it was like a 10 minute trailer of him fighting Deathstroke, and then Deadshot like shoots this thing. It was one of the most gorgeous CGI pieces I've ever seen in my life, and I would watch, I mean it looks so realistic at this point. I don't care whether you're doing it cartoonish like Up, yeah. or realistic like that depending yeah. on what game you're modeling mm-hmm. the technology's out there I'll watch an animated movie it doesn't oh, yeah. have to be real people if the voice acting's yeah. there well I mean you saw like some of the biggest movies of the last like year were animated movies so I mean you very easily could do it I mean like Frozen just like and that was regular the movie people love that yeah I mean and, like those those exploded um, but like with video games going back to those I mean there's so many licenses that you could use like I I never... I remember how insanely hard it was on, on the original Nintendo. That's Ninja Gaiden. Oh. That's well, three of them. Yeah, I, I, I think I took that cartridge and threw it against the wall. Like, at one point, I was so mad. The game was so insanely hard. Um, but when they redid it, and they did it on the Xbox, the original, like, big, giant, black brick Xbox, that game was a work of art. It was so good. And it was so hard, too. And, like, when you beat it, you actually feel like you accomplished something. And then the next one they did for the Xbox 360, uh, Ninja Gaiden 2, also really, 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 really good. And I think you could make an awesome movie about that. I mean, who doesn't like ninjas and blood and gore and oh, yeah. violence and freakish, like, monstrosities coming out of, like, giant fiery pits and, like, and demons and Exactly, and girls and scantily clad. And if I'm not mistaken, the, origi- the original Ninja Gaiden for NES yeah. was one of the first games to use cutscenes. Yes. So it's already lending itself to yeah. natural story structure like Vince. That's a great pick. Absolutely, yeah. I would love to see that one. Um, while we're on the original Xbox... Uh, well, actually, no, this one was 360, I think. Um, either way, it doesn't matter. It was it, a work of art. And still, to this day, one of my favorite video games of all time, Bioshock. Yeah. I have wanted to see a Bioshock movie for so long. And for a while, there was it was gaining steam. It was going to happen. Gore Vervinsky was going to direct it. It was going to be very similar in the structure and scope as the Pirates of the Caribbean series because Gore Vinsky did the first one yeah and I was I mean did you ever play Bioshock oh yeah I yeah, played the first like, two I have not played Bioshock Infinity which I've heard is amazing as well yeah. I didn't play that one either but you do the first one you do that under the sea rapture under the yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my god that was so great like I wanted to flood my basement 
and like turn it into an under the sea world. Like it was. I feel like the nice thing about the different level of video games yep. is there are different types of genres. Yep. Bioshock, you could really fit into that thriller. You could even yep. make it a found footage movie. Oh yeah. I mean, there's Absolutely. different ways you could film that one and get Absolutely. that because the thing about Bioshock was the essence. Yeah. When you're playing the game. Oh, if I go into this hospital room, is you know, and you see the, like the blood and everything, and that yeah. doc, that crazy doctor, and yeah. I there's mean, that one part where I can't remember what it is that you have to get, but you go into this room and it's in like it's like in a doctor's office, right? And you go to grab something, you grab it, and then the lights go out in the game, and then the lights come back on, and you turn around, and there's this doctor covered in blood yeah, standing right behind you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was like one of the most frightening things, and nothing happened. Like he didn't like attack you; he would just just there. He just stood there, like. It was it was horribly frightening. Like, and even in the beginning of the game, when you get the revolver for the first time, um, it's in the carriage, mm-hmm. and you hear the woman singing, and like she's yeah. got the broken. Ma- it was just yeah, just and that thing twisted the, movie. The feel Video game that you game. got in that game, like it. I got the same feel the first time when I was younger and playing the Resident Evil games. You turn the lights oh off. Oh my god, I had to I had to turn the lights back on. My yeah. little brother and I, I remember playing that first one. And you're walking through the hallway, and the dogs jump through the windows. Yeah, and you're just like, "Holy crap!" And you the- walk yeah. through that hall like ten times already, yeah. and then all of a sudden that that happens. But that you know, frantic feel though, like that first time you fight the snake and it bites you and you get poisoned. Yeah, and you're just like, "What are we gonna do? I'm poisoned. I don't know how to. What are, what are we gonna do? I'm gonna die." And then you die, and it says, "You have died," <laughs> like in big red bloody Blood letters. letters. Yeah, like and again talking about movie uh, or video game movies that have already been made but that was such a bad movie the Resident Evil movies just didn't live up to the experience of the games yeah and like when you have Mila Jovovich which I mean she's very attractive let's give her her great female action star absolutely but when you have her running down the side of a building like she's Super Mario getting a superstar (laughs) in the second Resident Evil movie there's a huge problem like there was never anything like that in any of the video games why are you doing this where did this character come from why does this have anything... This this has nothing to do with anything that we've ever seen or want to see. It's... Who wrote this? Like, why would you write that? Why would that come on the screen? Why not just do what we want to see? Just like comic movies, there yeah. has to be a balance between sticking to the source material, but not 100% yeah. mimicking the story Absolutely. material. Yeah. And unlike Watchmen, which we use as an example for sticking to it too much, yeah. Resident Evil swings the other way. I don't think they stuck to it. And then in the later movies, they're just like, hey, this guy's Chris Redfield. Hey, this guy's Leon Kennedy. And by that point, people had stopped caring, and yeah. those characters weren't anywhere near no. as awesome as they were in the games. Yeah. Now, one hurdle I think the video game movie adaptations, any of them would have to overcome, yeah. video games are interactive. Yeah. You have an experience that might be different than my experience playing the yeah. game, one movie, it's kind of like when you adapt a book. You have yeah. that picture in your head, might be different yeah. than my picture. When it's put on the screen, that's what it is, and everyone's yeah. sharing the same. Yeah, experience. and it was the same. It was the same reason a lot of people had a problem with uh, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, mm. that they had never heard that voice coming out of yeah. Peter Parker. They had never pictured him as that Spider-Man. I personally loved the first two. The third one, eh, it's kind of weak. Yeah, but the first one was amazing. And the well, the, sec- the, first the second one, was one even top. First it, yeah. one was good. The second one was unreal. It was so good. And then they reset it. And like I'll mention Ben again, Ben Shaw. He's the artist of Youth Stone PI. Um, he is a huge Spider-Man fan. And he said to me, he was like, "The Amazing Spider-Man has the right feel for how Peter Parker 
the character should be. Like, oh, he never wins. He's always, like, it's always something, like, hanging over his head. It's like, a thread in, yeah, I use the term thread. Uh, <laughs> throughout Spider-Man, it's called the Parker of Luck. Yeah. And that's, if he didn't have bad luck, he wouldn't have any at all. Yeah. Uh, the bad things just always happen to him and yeah. his family. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's, again, like you said, the adaptations of it. I mean, I, as somebody who is new of Spider-Man, but wasn't as passionate as, like, say, you or Ben, I appreciated the movies. I thought they were great. I loved the fact that they got rid of the web shooters and that they were actually organic. Um, but a lot of people had a real issue with that. And now they've redone them in the new Spider-Man movies, and people still think they suck. Like, it's... Back to the web shooters. Yeah, it's yeah. like you guys got what you wanted, but you're still unhappy with it. Like, it's... I, I mean, I haven't seen the movies. I don't know how good they are. I, wait, no, I did see the first one with uh, Dennis Leary was in it. So, yeah, I did see that one. The first one was definitely better than The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. But that was more so the story structure well, really was the thing that led Amazing Spider-Man 2 down. The yeah. the casting, the acting, the look yeah. of it, the feel of it, that was all fine. Yeah. The pacing and the actual story structure was very poor. And that's why people yeah. didn't respond to it so yeah. well. There was It was long. There were some scenes that didn't need to be there that they included. Yeah. They tried to shoehorn in Green Goblin at the very end just because they wanted to... Spoilers kill off Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's some things that they just try to shove in at the last moment, yeah. and all the pacing got thrown off. Okay, okay. But Ben's dead on. I yeah. mean, he... Uh, Andrew Garfield as yeah. Spider-Man? Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Great great yeah. casting. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, back to video games. Um, I mean, I just want to touch on the Nintendo, and oh, uh, yeah. also on the Sega Genesis. Let's talk about that for a second. Sega. I don't think you actually... I think you mentioned that you didn't actually have a Genesis. No, we leapfrogged okay. straight from the NES right to the Nintendo 64 that wow. Christmas. So I was going wow. from playing Super Mario 3 uh-huh. right to Super Mario 64. So wow. my head, like, exploded yeah. as a child. I went, I went with the Genesis. I went with the Genesis instead of getting the Super Nintendo. Now, years later... We fixed this and we got the Super Nintendo, so I got to get games like uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, which, to this day, one of my favorite mo- movies, one of my favorite video games of all time, and I think that you could easily make a Zelda a Zelda oh, movie yeah. that would be awesome. I mean, if you can do The Hobbit, you do Zelda. Like, why not? Like, it just makes sense. Absolutely. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, I was a big Sega Genesis fan, and Sonic the Hedgehog was awesome. It was cool. The graphics were better than Nintendo, obviously. Blast processing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but X-Men, let's talk about X-Men for a second. Yeah. They did an X-Men game on the Sega Genesis that was so awesome, and it was so insanely hard. Was that the one you had to reset to beat that yes. one level? you actually physically had to hit reset, but you couldn't hit reset and hold it down, because if you held it down, it actually reset the game, like, completely. You had to just touch it real lightly. And then what it did was, is it, like, actually reset your story, like, in the story, you had to hit reset. So you do it, and it resets it, and you go on to the next level, like, you're in Mojoverse, and you're stuck there until you can hit the reset button. And, like, I remember um, I asked my mom if I could call the Sega Genesis helpline oh. for the game, and she said no, and I did it anyways. Because uh, it was a, a 1-900 <laughs> number. Oh, God, yeah, it was, like, $8 a minute or something oh, crazy no. like that. So I totally called the number without her permission, and I, she never said anything to me. I know she saw it on the bill. Uh. She never said anything. Mom, God bless you for not yelling at me for that one. Um, but, yeah, like, and then he was like, you actually have to reset the thing. I was like, Really? <laughs> I just spent like ten dollars, and possibly I'm going to get beat with a spoon later because. Of, okay, fine. And one <laughs> thing I was watching online yeah. about that Sega created a handheld device called the Sega Nomad. Yeah, you, there is no reset button. There on is the Nomad. One you could like you. That's as far as you get in that game if you're playing the handheld version. Oh my god, that's so crazy! And what was great too, you don't really see this now with with modern games. I mean, there's a, there's a certain amount of like cheat codes and stuff like that. 
but it's more like you can just, again, you can just go on game FAQs, right? Yeah, and just, like, I mean, there's yeah. the walkthroughs, there's exactly. the cheats, maps, yeah. anything you want. Yeah. Playing this game and never being able to beat it and just getting incredibly frustrated and then finding out by proxy from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend that there was a secret code that you could use. That It was so cool. There was There's a feeling that any, any modern gamers or any younger gamers will never really be able to appreciate this like underground network of like, hey, I'm a gamer. You're a gamer too. I have a Genesis. Have you beaten X-Men? No, but there's a way to do it. Oh my God, there is? And sharing that stuff. Like Madden 97, I think it was? Maybe 96 or 95? Um, when they first announced the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers. As expansion teams in the yes. NFL. You could put a code in and you could get teams with those logos. Oh. Which was awesome because they didn't even exist yet. Now, granted, the teams were perfect 99s on everything, and it was awesome. But it was just cool because this and is the first time. And those teams would never be that ever. So. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. But, like, you could actually play the games as those. You could see these new uniforms. Because that was the first time in the modern era that the NFL had done an expansion. Because wow. they hadn't done an expansion since um, it was Seattle and Tampa Bay. Really? Which was, like, the 70s. I want to say, like, 72. Good deal. Yeah, so I mean that was that was pretty cool. And then while we're talking about football games, let's go back to the original NES for a second and talk about Tech, Tech Mobile. Mobile. And and you can hear the music in the background. Oh, like, yeah. This game was so awesome. Uh, I mean, like I was a Redskins fan, um, so I played as the Redskins. But like that was one of those games you could play as other teams, even if you didn't really like those teams. Like you played as the Giants because Lawrence Taylor was insanely fast, <laughs> and he could just he could block a field goal. Well, I mean, he had the little nose candy help. Well, there's that. that. Yeah, and then also he would send ladies of the night to the opposing players' running backs' room, the opposing team's running backs' rooms to wear their legs out. I mean, he had a whole scheme going on. Like this is Lawrence Taylor. It worked out well. It worked out well for him. Um, but yeah, he was insanely fast. He could block a field goal. I want to say Mike Singletary could do the same thing too for the Bears. Um, but then couldn't do it for the 49ers. No, he couldn't. No, he could scream and yell, and that was about it. Um, and then there was Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Mike, tell the kids about how the kids who were playing Madden 15 and things like that. How Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile were. <laughs> Bo Jackson was unstoppable. You could not tackle him. He was faster than everybody else. He would run people over. Like, and in Tech, I mean, there there is no p- player that compares. Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mode. Ooh, good for him. Nothing like Bo Jackson. Nothing like Tech Bo Mobile. Jackson. Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile was unstoppable. It's like, like if you created a player in Madden 15, yeah. gave them all 99s, yeah. and then played against a team of everyone lower down to 50. Yeah, I mean, just it was unbeatable. It was a man amongst boys. It was it was unreal. Now, in that, I want to say it was Super Tech Mobile, the sequel to that. Um, I think they had him on the same level, but also too Thurman Thomas from the Buffalo Bills was unstoppable <laughs> as well. You could not take him down. And that was the first time that it, the NFL Players Association had agreed to use actual players. Yes, yeah, so you could actually put the team li- logos on there. You could use the players. Because you could use the player names in the other game, too. But it was just like Washington. It was Los Angeles for the Raiders. Just the like, city. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So they didn't actually have the rights from the NFL. They, okay, I guess they had it from the Players Association. I don't know how that all works. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the NFL owns yeah. the, the logos, yeah. everything about the team for that city. Yeah. The Players Union uh, yeah. owns the likeness for the players and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, even modern games now, you'll notice, yeah. like, Bill Belichick, yeah. um, you'll never see him, like, in a game. It's always some made-up person and things yeah. like that. Yeah. It's all about the contracts and things that they have. Yeah. Uh, right now, I believe EA Sports mm-hmm. is the only company that can use licensed NFL uh, names, logos, yeah. colors, and things I like actually, that. And I actually, because of that, I actually got a check for, like, 60 bucks 
um, from EA because they own a monopoly. And they're... There was a big lawsuit in the state of California, and granted, if you bought a Madden game from like 2001 to 2011 or something like that, you there was a class action lawsuit where you actually got money back because they weren't doing anything really to increase the ability of the game. It was essentially the same game every year, except for like the players, players and yeah. stuff like that. So they were saying it was a monopoly and that they had no right charging 60 bucks a game. So it was kind of interesting that like... Yeah. Yeah, because at one point, 2K was doing games. Yeah. There was one of the games, and I can't remember which year it was, but um, Terrell Owens is on the cover when he was playing for the Eagles. That NFL 2K game is one of the best football games I've ever played. Really? Every team has every single uniform option that they've ever played on up to that point. So you can use any uniform combination that you've ever seen in the NFL. Like, you could actually play, like, weird celebrities in these challenges. Like, you could play Steve-O. Um, you could, like, yeah, Steve-O from Jackass. Like, you could play him. Like, why would you want to play him in football? I don't know. Because like, he's there, why wouldn't you? Because you could, yeah. It's and like it Bill just... Clinton in uh, NBA Jam. <laughs> Oh, Why is he there? Yeah. Who cares? Just do it. Yeah. I think that, like, like they were... You know how they did that battleship, off, that awful battleship movie? Yeah. Uh, apparently they're going to be doing a Monopoly movie. Yeah, I heard about that. Which is stupid, but okay, whatever. This should be the next treasure trove that Hollywood raids, is old school video games. People would go nuts for a Ninja Gaiden movie. For You make a Tecmo Bowl movie for crying out loud. Like, people would go nuts for that. Like, it, me, I don't know how you would do it. I mean, essentially make it like The Replacements or something yeah, like that. Yeah, me and my fiancé, Manny, just watch When the Game Stands Tall. Now, that's yeah. a true-life story about a football team in high school. Yeah. But trust me, I mean, football movies look like they're not that difficult to put together. Yeah. If you throw a good story around it, like you care about a couple players. Yeah. If you can make Adam bam. Sandler look like a passable quarterback and the, the longest, yard, the longest yeah. yard, then I think that you can do just about anything with a football movie. Um, what other games... I mean, there was... What was the one? It was like... It was something with like weird monsters playing football. Mutant League Football. Mutant League You make that a game. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you make that a movie. How awesome would that be? If you make... Um, they did that one where it was like baseball with robots. Robo Wars or something like that. I don't that, think or I ever played that one. Base Wars or something like that. And you just got to make a team of baseball players out of robots. And it was awesome. You could upgrade them. And it's like, hey, do you want to upgrade your baseball flinging cannon yes I do do you want to have hoverboards instead of wheels yes like awesome. it's yeah speaking of robots and upgrades one game well series of games yeah for the NES uh, the Super Nintendo played yeah. for forever was Mega Man oh love God. those games why have they never done a Mega Man a movie Mega Man? I mean and I think that one that's one of the ones I think would be yeah. better animated oh, as opposed to, to live action yeah. if you do it in the style of like the Final Fantasy VII a- Advent yeah. Children but yeah God, if you did, like, a Mega Man movie with all the powers, the upgrades, yeah. you could do some really cool fight scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some really awesome stuff you could do with oh, all yeah. the different powers, well, the robots. if you make it live action, it's going to be, like, Channing Tatum playing Mega Man. That's going to be stupid. Nobody wants to see that. Christopher Lloyd is Dr. Light. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see that, because just, like, bringing back shades of uh, Back to the Future. But, um, yeah, there's, there's so many games that would just make great movies that they could... And I wouldn't care if it was Mega Man from the original series yeah. or the Mega Man X storyline. Well, Mega Man X series is so good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and, and then you could have like Zero and it, yeah. him and Zero running around together and using the beam saber and everything like that. But yeah. um, that's a series that you want to talk about a treasure trove of stories and oh, yeah. awesome action scenes. Um, you could do so much essentially, It's that. essentially the Matrix. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, he's just like gaining powers instantly, he's plugging in, getting a new power, yeah. and going and fighting against these people. Yeah. Um, 
one little one that I thought about too while we were talking um, recently. I know you haven't seen it yet. Uh, X Men: Days of Future Past, which There's you a, were kind enough to let me borrow. Oh, so I'm going to watch tonight. So good. Yeah. Uh, the one mutant blink. Her power, she can make portals. She yeah. it, she opens like a spot in front of one of the Sentinels, and it ends up like stabbing itself in the back because it yeah. opened up a portal behind him. Yeah. The game Portal. Um, would yes, have some absolutely that one... yes because Gladys is one of the best characters. Enrico regrets to inform you that this next test is impossible. Make no attempt to solve it. The Enrichment Center apologizes for this clearly broken test chamber. Yeah, and some of the I've visuals of doing yeah. the portals and the jumping and the moving around, and you could write a whole story where yeah. You know, it doesn't have to all take place in the base like Portal does, but just thinking about uh, visually, um, it, you know, I, I think that one would lead to a really nice movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's been done, We, but I, I don't think we've gone a single podcast without actually talking about Star Wars. Nope. Um, and we're not, not going to, this one's going to be no exception. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking about the MMORPG that's out right now. That's Old Republic. I'm talking about the ones that were on Xbox. The original... Knights of the Old Republic yeah. and Knights of the Old Republic 2. Those were so good. The stories were amazing in a time when the only stories that we were getting from Star Wars was the prequels, which we've already discussed at great length, but please check out the podcast yeah, and the articles. Yeah, a couple articles. There's a whole yes. section, I think, you have of just the Star Wars and I everything do. I do, top absolutely. to bottom. I do have a whole section for that. Um, but those were amazing, and you could do a movie of those, and every Star Wars fan would lose their mind. And yes. it's set in a time where you don't have to touch any other character that's been established before. Correct. I mean, and like it was, it was freestanding. It was awesome. There was a, a twist in, in the towards the end that you didn't see coming. Like the second one, not as not good. as good. The yeah. first one was definitely the better of the two because yeah. of that twist you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, and you could do that so well and it would be such a good movie the universe is established the yeah. fans are established yeah and who knows maybe that's one of the spin-off movies they end up doing who Ho- knows disney hopefully you're listening right now because i think that would be you guys would make millions and millions of dollars yeah. off of that yeah. now one that would be harder to do because you would need the actors from the original trilogy yeah i don't know if you ever played on the nintendo 64 um shadows of the empire okay. yeah uh read the book, read the book played too, yeah. the game that one's a really cool story. It takes place between Episode Empire, 5 and Empire 6. And Jedi, yeah. One of the only stories in the entire Star Wars pantheon yeah. that takes place between those two. Yeah. It starts off with the Battle of Hoth, and yeah. it ends up pretty much where Return of the Jedi starts. Yeah, where Luke is recording the message that they send to Jabba with, on, on the droids. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's um, it's a really cool story. Yeah. It tells place they're, what they're doing, trying to hunt down Han... They introduce some new characters, both good guys and bad guys. Yeah, that won't be hard, but boy, that would make a good movie too. That would, that absolutely would. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other things that we've missed as far as video games. I'm sure there's hundreds yeah. of them, I'm sh- and oh, that's yeah. a great thing for our, our fans, our listeners. Yeah, guys, throw them out in the comments. Tell yeah. us what we missed. Mm-hmm. Tell us what video games you think were awesome that we didn't even talk about. Yeah. Which ones would yeah. make good movies? Let me give. Let me get. Let me throw three out real quick. Uh, quick fire here. Halo. We all yeah. want to see a Halo movie. If you got Netflix, go on there. There is a Halo uh, series that they did. Uh, I want to say Halo Forward to Dawn. Is that the one that uh, uh, Steven Spielberg was associated with? He like produced it or I something? I think so. I can't remember. I almost but, said Stephen King because you guys were talking about yeah, the books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, really good. Check it out if you get a chance. That's really, really good. Um, Metal Gear Solid. 
Oh yeah! They With all the Mission Impossible movies, oh, yeah. you can make a Metal Mission Gear. Mission Impossible, James Bond, kind of mix yeah. that together. Oh yeah! Definitely do Metal Gear. Um, Call of Duty. Shut up! Just shut up! Oh There's my God! Call so of Duty many fans. more movies. I cannot stand Call of Duty fans. This comes from my days of working in video game stores because every Call of Duty fan would be like, I want to trade my Call of Duty game in because I want to get something different. And you're like, okay, cool. And I'd recommend a game and then come back two days later and they'd be like, I didn't like it. And they'd be like, why didn't you like it? Well, because it wasn't Call of Duty. You said you wanted something different. Okay, well, could you recommend something else? No. Take your Call of Duty Black Ops back. Take Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Whatever. Just take it. I'm not even going to charge you for it. Just get out of my face. Don't come back again. Go play online. Keep cursing at people online. Just leave me alone. I don't know how you'd make those movies, the original ones or the new ones, yeah. necessarily stand out from their counterparts. Yeah. Um, you can't because they're movies already. Yeah, I mean, I just saw yeah. American Sniper, which was amazing, but I mean, was, it was it really? a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, so it's the more modern Call of Duties. I mean, that's what it would end up looking like. Yeah. And there's so many World War II. I mean, basically every Call of Duty you're making, you go, okay, is this better than Saving Private Ryan? The answer would be no. Yeah. And honestly, if you want to see a Call of Duty movie, it's called uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Which is, which I, I mean, that was, it's a great movie. You need to watch That's it. That's Call of Duty it. Modern Warfare, basically. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And I mean, it's it, and it's a work of art. It's a great movie. It's a great war movie. A really... Overlooked movie, but yeah. a good one. And it really, for, I mean, for... A lot of the guys that I served with will still say to this day that that's one of the best, most accurate depictions of yeah. what war is like. Um, not to go off on that tangent, we're still going to yeah. focus on video games here. Um, yeah, those are the ones that I just wanted to mention. I think Call of Duty is being played out personally. I don't ever want to hear about Call of Duty ever again, <laughs> um, as long as I ever live. Uh, um, any other video games that we're missing? Let us know. I mean, we, God, we love hearing from fans. In fact, one of the things that I want you guys to keep your eyes open for, um, and I try to stay true to my word whenever I promise something um, on the website, on the Facebook, um, we have a guy who's going to be putting out, um, I'm actually going to be finishing his article up here in within a couple Soon, of days. Yeah. yeah, you guys should be seeing this too. Um, he, just as asking for people to submit articles, he submitted an article, and his name is Andy. You guys can read it uh, about his take on walking on The Walking Dead. So read and enjoy. Bring it on! Give us your takes, give us your ideas, give us your, your thoughts. What video games do you think would make great movies? What video games did we not even mention that you loved playing, that you spent hours obsessing over? Um, we want we love to hear it. This is an interactive thing. The more you guys talk, the more we will bring this up. We're going to keep working and doing things to try to improve our podcast. Maybe we'll be even able to include people via Absolutely. like Skype or things like that on our podcast. I know we can do it because that was the first podcast yes, test we, we ever did. We got the tech, so we just needed people. And we have the technology. If you want to take 30 seconds and write a comment under this podcast, you want to take you know 30 minutes and write your own little article, yeah. You know, we, we're looking for contributors, people who are just as dorky as Mike and I and want to be a part of the Great Geek Refuge. Absolutely. You can have your name right up there next to ours with some of the articles and the stuff that you write. So don't hesitate to contact us. We have a contact us section right on the webpage. Mm -hmm. Throw stuff in the articles. We're happy to work with you. Just let us know. All right. So that is going to do it for this podcast. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm Steve. Guys, thanks again for listening. All right. Be easy, guys. Bye.